What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, what's up, everyone? And happy Wednesday. No, it's Friday. Oh, man. (laughs) It's Friday. It is Friday. You're right. And uh, Bobby and I are actually recording this on the freeway right now. We felt the Lord leading us to get out of the house and uh, record this on the road and maybe go grab a coffee and pray. And so we're giving it a shot. So if you hear some honking, it's not because of our driving and some other crazy fool in the lane next to us probably. Um, Yeah, but we're here. And we're talking about John 15, which is a really popular passage. So... With that being said, I'm going to turn it over to Bob. Bob, what do you got to say about John 15? I think we're starting in verse 1. Yes, verse 1. Before we get to verse 1, I I just want to encourage people. We are literally, actually driving in the car. So it's that easy, folks, to have a conversation about what you're reading in your Bible while you're driving, maybe when you're Ubering, maybe when you're waiting in an elevator, on the phone, whatever. It doesn't need to be in a specific spot or a certain way. And so uh, we're living that today. But anyway, like Clark said, the uh, first verse actually stuck out to me um, from chapter 15. And really, it was actually maybe one of the first couple words. Um, In the beginning of verse 1, it says, I am the true vine. Am I right, Clark? Is that what it says? Okay. And in some definite or some translations, it might say, I am the real vine. And honestly, sometimes you guys it's not a whole verse. It's not a whole chapter. Sometimes it's just a word. And that's kind of what prompted for me and the Holy Spirit um, in reading this was just the word words, true vine, real vine. And I just kind of felt an impression like I need to stop here. Um, Okay, Holy Spirit, you know what? Why is this sticking out to me? Why is this important to me? And um, in my mind just kind of popped up, you know, there must be uh, false vines. There must be things that aren't true that I'm attaching, you know, my my soul, myself, my identity, anything to. Um, and so just kind of spend some time sitting in that. Like, okay, um, I believe that you're the true vine, Lord. Please help me expose um, things in my life that I have attached myself to that are not uh, true sources of life, that are not true. Um Go ahead. No, I think with that, I would just add, um, I've never noticed that word real or true either. And so just acknowledging there are other options and there are other options that are really fakes or frauds, like you just said. So I don't know, like, do you have examples that are coming to your mind of, then later on he flushes it out and talks about abiding. I think John 15 is most commonly known as like, I'm the vine, right? You're the branches. Apart from me, you can bear no fruit. And so for me, this is actually got a special place in my heart because this has been part of my prayer for our kids as I put them to bed every night, specifically Kirby and and Kit, to put them to bed together. Just praying God help them and the rest of the family to be abiding in you, to be attached to you, because if we lean on our own power, the world's going to get just us, you know, Clark and Bobby Corver and the family. And I know you guys like us and we're friends, we love you too, but you actually don't want us. You want Christ in us. And that's, that's been part of my prayer is that, God, you would replace, you know, our worldly abilities um, or use our worldly abilities for your glory, but replace the ways of the world that are in me with the fruit of the Spirit. And so he's saying, hey, I'm the vine, you're the branch, and you're connected to me. You're going to be able to have the Spirit in you produce true love and joy 
peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And again, I can will myself to like be quiet. I can will myself to smile. I can will myself to maybe even appear patient. But God can see my heart and can see in that whether something was truly done out of love or some kind of forced obligation or real joy or a fake smile and happiness, if that makes sense. And God cares about our heart. He cares about us changing and becoming more like him. And that only happens when we're connected to him. And so, Bobby, you were talking about what it actually means to abide. I asked you that. Like, what, how would you define that? What does that exactly mean? How would you answer that? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I was thinking that. And in the message translation, um, these verses sound like this, that when we abide in Christ, we... The person just drove by staring at me like I'm interviewing Bobby because I'm holding the <laughs> microphone up there while she's driving. Breaking from the 605 KTLA, Clark and Bobby Corver. Back to you, Bobby. Oh, Lord help us. Um, what was I? Yes. <laughs> and so what stuck out to me in that was from the message version and how, you know, abiding isn't some deep you know, deep theological term. It's actually something that we can understand. It's just positioning ourselves near the Lord. And in the message, it says, make your home in me and me and you. And to me, that's just you know, become comfortable with my presence. Become comfortable um, knowing me, God, and who I am. And I, we picture ourselves, you know, sometimes praying. And what does that, what does that mean um, specifically? How can I enter into that, Lord? And, and I'll, I'll come back to the example praying. It's not you know, going through this checklist of, okay, dear God, check. I addressed God. Um, it's not, these are my specific sins I'm, you know, repenting of. These are my specific wants that I need. It's dear God and picturing him next to you and having a conversation and being quiet and listening and, and out of, of those practices, um, becomes this, this, intimacy, this relationship that's formed in, in abiding and positioning ourselves near the Lord and making ourselves comfortable and making ourselves at home and in him in, at home in us. That's kind of what I thought of. What did you say? You thought of something too, didn't you? Abiding? Yeah. Um, let me think about it. I probably said something really profound. I'm not typical. I'm not remembering yes. it right now off the top oh, of my head. Sorry. Um, I think, I think more in lines of just what I said earlier that I can lean in my own power and I can try to create something that looks like joy when really my heart is not joy filled. Um, I can, I can look patient, but really I'm just willing myself to simply be quiet and God knows my heart. And so abiding in him is actually relying in, uh, the awareness of God's presence in the, in the moment and yeah, saying, God, would you, so, would yeah. you live in and through me and, and, and not allow me just to rely on my own acting, my own skill set, my own, you fill in the blank. And so I've used this example before, and I've said this in many weddings, and we got it from couples class, the whole, the analogy of a couple and the honey telling the husband, honey, I want an apple tree in the backyard, and they have a tree back there, but the, the husband's like, babe, that's that's just an oak tree, there's no apples there. It's like, I want an apple tree, making an apple tree, and the husband getting a bushel and a nail gun, and just like, boom, 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 nailing apples to the tree. Like, all right, there you go, babe. There's your apple tree. Like we all know, as silly as that example is, that ain't a real apple tree. It might look like one, but within minutes or hours or a day, those apples are going to rot and fall off because apples are produced from the inner part of the tree. It's part of the tree's DNA. And so when you come to abiding in Christ, 
uh, we're to have like that Holy Spirit DNA where Christ is cultivating in our very person love and joy and peace. And that, again, that list goes on and on. It's not something we're performing. It's not something we're doing. It's, some, it's, it's who we are. And it's who Christ is in us. And that comes from, Bobby said, like spending time with God. Um, we say that often, and really the more we talk about it, the more, I guess, simple it's becoming even to us as, as we talk about this. Just spend time with God, try to create some space and say, God, whether I'm on the freeway right now driving or we're in the shower or we're having a cup, cup of coffee in the morning, help me be aware of your presence and you're here and help me to talk to you and then help me to listen. And one of the things my grandfather, Pastor Harold, has been giving me lately He's calling it, you know, one of his final blessings he wants to give is, he says, Clark, my boy, I want you to just seep yourself in contemplation and imagination. Contemplation and imagination. And like Bobby said earlier, imagine yourself with Jesus. Imagine yourself in this text. What would it look like for us to be with the disciples? And Jesus looks us in the eye and says, I'm going to be going soon. But it's okay, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And you're going to continue my mission. I'm going to give you the spirit, the counselor, the advocate. And in order for you to do this, you have to be connected to me because I'm the true vine. Like imagine yourself with Jesus. What is that like? And allow that scripture to come alive because the Holy Spirit lives in you. So I think that's that's all I really got on my end. Bobby, do you have anything else you want to add? We got to get off this freeway, man. Get off the microphone. Get off the freeway. We did it. Thanks for uh, journeying with us. Just super grateful for um, for this word from John 15. I hope it encourages you guys. Hey, God bless you all. Have a fantastic weekend. As always, if you're looking for a place to worship, you can tune in to ERCLA.TV on Sunday morning. We also have the 9 a.m. service in the parking lot. And if you have a place you worship, stay there, and we love it. God bless you all, and hope to connect soon. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His countenance towards you and give you His peace. Have a great day.